promise he will never fail. I will follow him. I will follow him. My God has promised he will never fail. His faithfulness is forevermore. His faithfulness is forevermore. Praise the Lord. You can hear that testimony that the faithfulness of God is forevermore. Amen. Just like every day when you wake up, you give God the glory. Amen. Every time I see another breaking of the day, I say thank you, Lord. Oh yes, thank, thank you, Lord. Every time I see a mother breaking of the day, I say thank you, Lord. Oh, yes, thank you, Lord. Every time I see another breaking of the day, I say thank you, Lord. Yeah, thank, thank you, Lord. Lord. Oh, yes, every thank time you, I see another breaking of the day, I say thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. A group of uh, frogs, they were moving in the bush. In the forest, rather. As they were going, two out of these frogs fell into pit, a very deep pit. Then the other one gathered around them to look down where they were. And they discovered that these frogs, they are as good as dead. So they thought there's nothing they could do. So they told them that, don't disturb yourself. Just take it as if you are as good as dead. Just die there. But the two frogs didn't listen to them. They kept jumping, struggling to make sure that they, they can come out of that pit. After a while, as this other group of frogs were shouting at them, Why are you bothering yourself? Why are you disturbing yourself? I've told you, you are as good as dead. This pit is too deep. You can't come out. Then one of them submit. He submitted and he passed away, he died. But the other one kept jumping, kept jumping. And they kept discouraging him, saying that, why are you trying? At the end of the day, he made it to the surface. When he made it to the surface, they surrounded him. Rather than still encourage him, they said, but we were telling you, you are as good as dead. Why are you still struggling? You want to enjoy yourself? Injuring itself and... Coming out, which one is better? Then he told them, oh, is that what you are saying? I thought you were shouting to encourage me to do more. Whatever pit that you think you are, don't listen to what side talk might be. I'm telling you, keep encouraging yourself. At the end of the day, you will reach that particular place. Today, praise the Lord. Shall we pray? Heavenly Father, we thank you for this opportunity that you have given unto us.
We are here before you, Lord. We want you to come here and speak to us yourself. The word of encouragement that we lift our spirits up. Father, we want you to speak it into our life. Let your word reign in our hearts. Put your word in our hearts. Put your understanding in our hearts. Even our obedience, Father, let it be in our hearts. So we pray in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name we pray. Today we will be talking about, uh, will I say, on, on, on song hero. There's a hero in the Bible that many of us, we don't know much about him. Many of us, we don't know much about him. Today we are going to talk about him. But before I talk about this hero, I want us to open our Bible to Act of Apostle, chapter 4. Chapter 4, verse 36. For instance, I'm reading New Living Translation. For instance, there was Joseph, the one the apostle nicknamed Barnabas, which means son of encouragement. So today, we are going to be talking about these sons of encouragement. So the title of my message today will be The Reputation of Sons of Encouragement. That is going to be my topic today. Many of us here, we don't know much about uh, Barnabas. Maybe we know Barnabas, Barnabas, but we don't know that his real name was Joseph. But today, I'm sharing it for you, that his real name was Joseph. But before I go further, let me ask this question. But I am not asking you to answer me immediately. Just make sure at the end of the service, ask yourself and answer yourself. How important is reputation? Or why is our reputation important? Answer to this, like I said, we come as, we, as the message goes on. I mentioned the issue of frog to us. At times we find ourselves in situations that we allow the surrounding, um, surrounding elements to weigh us down. What will discourage you when you find yourself in a difficult situation might not be somebody telling you to do something or to not to do something. It might be the, the, the surrounding situation within you. For instance, if you are in financial difficulties, you want to pay your child's school fees, but you don't have the money. By the time you keep disturbing yourself, that lack of money is what is discouraging you from achieving what you want. Because when you are looking at that problem, it means you will not have time to look into the real issue. And the real issue is that you want school fees for your child. So, what you should think of is that how will I get out of this situation? Not complain. Many of us will like complaining rather than come straight and say, okay, this is what should be done. But we keep complaining. Don't complain. Attack. Let me tell you, the, the, the attack is the be best defense. 
If an enemy is coming to you, if you allow him to come closer, he's attacking you, you are defending yourself. Then, there is possibility that he might overcome you. But when the enemy is coming, you attack it. This time around, he will be the one defending. So, attack is the best defense. We are going to be talking about Barnabas, as I said. When you read the book of Acts of Apostle 11, this is where these silent heroes, we can know much about these silent heroes. He is the one of the apostles named Barnabas, yes, as I said. But sadly, most of us probably, they do, we don't know much about him. Because, why? He is, when you mention Barnabas, you talk about Paul. Maybe we, some of us, we might see him as personal assistant to Paul. Or just assistant. I pray, the glory of your neighbor, that we subdue your own glory, God will take it away in Jesus' name. Amen. Like I mentioned from the, that uh, book of uh, Acts 4. I want us to read the full 36 to 37, Acts of Apostles. Chapter 4, verse 36 to 37. And Joseph, who by the apostles was surnamed Barnabas, which is being interpreted the son of consolation, a Levite, and of the country of Cyprus, 37, verse 37, having land, sold it, and brought the money, and laid it at the apostles' feet. It means... Barnabas was very faithful. That's what I want to bring out there. He was very faithful. Having land sold and brought the money and lay it at apostle feet. That is the faithfulness of Barnabas. Let's keep to Acts of Apostle chapter 9. What does this name really mean? We have mentioned that. That is sons of encouragement. If you look at Acts of Apostle 9, the first half of this chapter talks more about the amazing story of uh, Paul's conversion on the road to Damascus. In this chapter, we will understand why the nickname was so fitting for this man. Why that nickname was so fitting. But keep in mind that Paul was enemy of the Christian church. He was trying all his hardest way to wipe out Christian. But when he had a encounter with Jesus Christ, the whole story changed. And I pray today you are going to have a encounter with Jesus in Jesus' name. Amen. And your story will change for better. It will change for the best. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Suddenly, with uh, Paul, this is somebody who was trying to destroy church. Anywhere, anywhere he heard about uh, Christian, his motive was to destroy them. But suddenly, he went from trying to destroy everyone who followed Christ, to preaching boldly 
that Jesus is the Savior. Because I won't say what's the Savior. He is the Savior. He remained the same. And he maintained that forever. And we all know the circumstances in that period, according to this story. Paul was one of the men that devils were using. The Jews, they supported him. They liked him. Because he's doing what they want him to do. What do you think will happen to Paul? We all know the story. They were trying to kill him. In Damascus, they were trying to make sure that he's killed. But the Christians, they helped him to escape to Jerusalem. When he got to Jerusalem, now suppose uh, the head of ISIS suddenly turned new leaf and become a follower of Christ. If you come to where we are, many of us, we will try to move back. We will not like to get closer to him. This is what happened to Paul when he got to Jerusalem. Because they don't trust him. They, they, they were thinking that his conversion might be a fake. They might be thinking that he wants to get his way into the church. Then he will be able to identify this is pastor, that is pastor, that is elder, this is praise and worship leader. So, they were looking at it in that direction. Trying to move away from him. Um, if somebody has just accepted Christ, and people are trying to move away from him, are they not discouraging him? They are discouraging him. But, let's see what happened. As Christian helped him to escape safely from Damascus, he ended up going to Jerusalem, where many of the leaders of the Christian church were located. As he tried to meet them, what do they do? Let's look at verse 26 of Acts 9. And when Saul was come to Jerusalem, he essayed to join himself to the disciples. But they were all afraid of him, and believed not that he was a disciple. But Barnabas took him, and brought him to the apostles, and declared unto them how he had seen the Lord in the way, and that he had spoken to him, and how he had preached boldly at Damascus in the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. They were all afraid of him, not believing that he was really a disciple. Can you blame them? Can you blame them? I'm, I'm asking you. For, yeah, you can't blame them because of his past. I pray that for those of you that your past are haunting you. That's bad reputation. God will take it away in Jesus' name. Amen. They were afraid of him. But Barnabas, what does Barnabas do? He encouraged them. He encouraged him. Verse 27, brother. But Barnabas took him and brought him to the apostles and declared unto him, unto them how he had seen the Lord in the way and that he had spoken to him and how he had preached boldly at Damascus in the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. The sons of encouragement was willing to trust Paul. 
He was willing to risk his own safety and reach to someone who had absolutely no friend. Nobody was ready to cooperate with uh, Barnabas. He has no friend among the Christians in Jerusalem. Maybe in Damascus, he was able to gain some ground there. Nobody except this man, Barnabas, that was ready to assist him. There are people around us who need someone who believes in them. Brethren, let's leave the issue of Barnabas aside. There are people around you that need you to trust them. There are people around you that need you to encourage them. To lift their spirits. This morning as I was preparing for Osha's meeting, I got a message. I was already moving to the car when I saw it. I felt that this is it's better if I respond to that message immediately. Somebody needs encouragement. In my own ability, linking in with God, I sent word of encouragement to him. Is there anyone around you that you feel that this person or this group of people, they are going a different way? That you need to bring them together. That you need to encourage them. That you need to lift up their spirits. If anybody is not by your side, just give feeble. Hmm? Not too hard. Just snow. Praise the Lord. In the church here, or somewhere else, is there anyone that needs to be encouraged that, look, brother, I could see you that you, 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 you could be good in this ministry. Or maybe somebody is there, he thought that, yes, I could be good in praise and worship, but I'm too scared that for all these eyes to be looking at me, if the praise and worship are facing the altar, it should have been better. You need to encourage such group of people. The only thing they need to do is that don't see yourself that you want to do like Pastor Sheung. That you want to sing like him. You want to dance like him. Be yourself. Be yourself. In every ministry or whatever you do, don't try to copy anyone. Encourage yourself before others even encourage you. Be yourself. Don't look at what people are going to say. Maybe people will be telling you that are you the only one? Don't look at that. If you want to dance, dance. When, Paul was dan- when Saul was dancing, we know what happened. The blessing keeps coming. Or oh, David, I mean. Sorry. When David was dancing. So, if God has laid it in your mind to join one ministry or the other, for those that are um, in, uh, that just finished their discipleship, See where God is at work. Encourage yourself. Don't wait for pastor to announce here. Encourage yourself and take whatever position you feel that you will fit in. Praise the Lord. So, what I'm saying in essence is that anyone around you, anyone in your surroundings, wherever they may be, try as much as possible to encourage them. But positively. Not negatively. When somebody says, okay, I think I should do discipleship. No, why do you want to go and do that? You understand the old Bible. Why? Don't discourage. Encourage. 
Let your word encourage. Now, we move further. What is the driving force between Barnabas? We are jumping to Acts of Apostle 11 now. What encourages him is good news. The good news is what encourages him. The good news of Jesus has reached a town called Antioch. And a new Christian church has started there. They need somebody to encourage them. Acts of Apostles, let's look at verse 22. Then, 11, then tidings of these things came unto the ears of the church which was in Jerusalem. And they sent forth Barnabas, that he should go as far as Antioch, who, when he came and had seen the grace of God, was glad and exhorted them all that with purpose of heart they would cleave unto the Lord. Praise the Lord. He encouraged the faith in Jesus. He encouraged them when he got to Antioch. He was sent there. You can also be sent to anywhere. To Banu State in Nigeria. You can be sent there. Don't be afraid. The God is there to help you. You can be sent to any part of India. I mentioned Banu State because that is where Boko Haram is. Praise the Lord. Banu State used to be their home base. But to the glory of God, they have been pushed into the forest. And they will be consumed in that forest in Jesus' name. Barnabas encouraged the church. Because they were just coming up. Let's look at verse 23. Acts 11.23 When he came and saw the grace of God, he was glad, and he exhorted them all to remain faithful to the Lord with steadfast purpose. Praise the Lord. He encouraged them to remain faithful to the Lord. Are you encouraging people? To remain faithful. When you see them, maybe one problem or the other is making them to backslide. Are you giving them that encouragement? I'm here today because of the encouragement I receive from people. One area we do discourage people here in Oman, I will tell you. When a new person comes, the first thing that normally comes is that, oh, for you to get license is very difficult. They will create that fear in you. Brethren, from today, stop it. Tell them that is the most easiest thing to get. So you, you, you can see that there are so many ways we can discourage, but we will not know. We might be, we might be thinking we are saying the fat. It might be fat, but at the same time, we don't need to create fear in the heart of someone. I was a victim. I have nine tests before I passed my driving test. But people are here, sitting down in this auditorium right now. They keep on encouraging me. Don't worry, you will pass. And during my time, once you fail, another 40 days. So calculate it and see how long it took. I was not discouraged. I was surrounded with people that keep encouraging me. That look, keep trying. 
I was talking to someone, he said he has done it 13 times and he has not passed. I, I said, no. You need to encourage yourself. Go back and keep doing it. Some are privileged to have it once. Yes, it happened. People have it once, twice. They have it. I was encouraged to go to interior. That's why I have plenty of tests. I went to interior. All the tests I did there, I failed. Then I discovered myself that, look, you don't understand the root of interior. Go back to Muscat. I'm telling you, if you tie my face with handkerchief and you ask me to drive, I know all the root of police in Rui. <laughs> it was when I came back through the encouragement people gave to me. They are in this auditorium. Right now as I'm speaking. Brethren, let us encourage people. We are talking of Barnabas today. He encouraged them to serve God. Also, encourage your neighbor, your friend, your family to find themselves rooted more in the Lord. May God help us in Jesus' name. Barnabas was blessing to be around. Praise the Lord. I think I'm looking at the time. I was trying to jump. But what is the amazing result of what he did in that place that he was sent to? Verse 24 says, A great number of people were brought to the Lord. Because he was sent there, he encouraged them. The same chapter 11 we are still talking about. A great number of people were brought to the Lord. Now imagine that we have the whole of this congregation as Barnabas. And we are all sent to mission feed. So when we say a great, of, a great number of people. Are we talking of a uh, hundred? I don't think so. We should be talking of something that we cannot estimate. So imagine that we are all Barnabas. We are all encouragers. You don't have to be told. Make yourself a Barnabas. Encourage people. So that you can bring more people to the Lord. The situation will come. The condition will come. It's only for you to identify that, yes, this is the time for me to speak. One of my colleagues in the office was talking to me. He said, I thank God that I nearly made an accident today. I said, what happened? He said that um, he was trying to make a detour. Then there was a vehicle coming that he has calculated that that vehicle cannot come before he made that detour. Unfortunately, that vehicle was a racing car. It was a young woman that was driving it. Before he knew what was happening, in fact, the other guy has to drive to the other side. That was saving. But he said something that I grabbed. I said, thank God. Then when he finished his narration, I said, brother, are you a Christian? He said, why do you ask? I said, because you say, thank God. He said, no, I'm not a Christian, I'm a, I'm a Hindu. I said, okay. But when you say, thank God, do you know that I am very, very happy? And you need to know this God. He said, oh, you want to tell me about him? Who is that God? Then I started talking to him. Talking to him. That kind of opportunity will come. Somebody will not come and tell you that, look, I want to go to church. You need, you need the sign spirit that will enable you to identify the time to pick it up. And God will give you that spirit in Jesus' name. When you get that, you will have the opportunity to encourage. 
to win soul for God. Barnabas was a blessing to be around. He was known as someone who took an interest in people and was prepared to give people a second chance. This is another area I'm going to. Are you giving people second chance? If your attitude, your character, your behaviors are not giving people second chance, you are discouraging them. Whatever happens, whatever be the situation, always give people second chance. I won't say more than that on that. Now, previously in the Act 9, we have noted that it was Barnabas who saw the potential in Saul after the dramatic conversion. Even though he was, uh, uh, Saul was very violent, but Paul was able to, uh, Barnabas was able to see the potential that, yes, this man will, is going to be useful for God. Brother, if you look at New Testament, I think uh, Apostle Paul, he wrote nearly more than half of that New Testament. Suppose Barnabas was not there and that spirit was killed. Will he be able to write those letters? No, he won't. So that is the reputation that Barnabas has left behind. But Barnabas saw what other could not see. All who not see in Saul. I will use Saul now. Because they are looking at him as Saul. Why Barnabas was already looking at him as Paul. We can say that Barnabas God, the Barnabas eyes God, the, the God of Barnabas, have the big eyes. To give Barnabas the potential to recognize that, yes, this one will be useful. But I'm telling you, turn the most violent person and make him a good pastor. It's happening. Don't think that it was during the time of... Uh, Barnabas, that this happened. It's still happening. We are seeing conversion where even our cousin, our, when I say our cousin now, you know what I mean. A cleric among them turned to God and become a pastor. Praise the Lord. Don't think a situation will be so bad that God cannot use that person for his purpose. And I pray that God will use us in Jesus' name. To be Barnabas is to have eyes of sensitive that see what other cannot see. Particularly when it comes to potential. When it comes to potential, you have to have the sensitive eyes that will, able, that will enable you to see what other could not see? Let's look at another example of Barnabas' uh, potential. His potential is now to encourage, to give somebody second chance. That is the potential of uh, Barnabas. Praise the Lord. Now we jump to Acts of Apostle 15. We want to look at 36. 15, 36 to 40.
silent and departed, being recommended by the brethren unto the grace of God. Hmm. Hallelujah. I want you to listen patiently and attentively here. This is area where Barnabas is giving another chance. Barnabas stood up for who? For John. John Mark. Let me put that demarcation. John Mark is cursing. Mark has been part of Barnabas and Paul traveling ministry. Ministry team. But at one point, he had abandoned them. He abandoned them. When the going got off, Mark got going. He left them. He let them down. He pulled out. As far as Paul is concerned, there is no chance for Mark, John Mark again. There is no chance. He refused. But what happened? Barnabas encouraged him that they should take him along with them. Why? Because Barnabas saw the potential in John Mark. He was ready to give second chance. But you know that this aspect of uh, Barnabas' character cost him his friendship with uh, Paul. As we have read, they moved their different way. He never go with them. And it's never in the, in the record that they minister together again. It is not on record. Why? And this is because Barnabas suggested that let's take uh, John Mark along with them. But do you know that the same John Mark that Paul rejected later joined Paul. Whereas him and Barnabas, they went their different way. Because in some of the letters that Paul was writing, Paul wrote about him in some of these letters as being a faithful member of his ministry. In fact, when he was in prison, let's look at Colossians 4.10. Let's see what happened here. Colossians 4.10. Aristarchus, my fellow prisoner, saluted you. Paul is the one writing now. Paul is the one that writes, okay? And Marcus sister's son to Barnabas, touching whom he received commandments. If he come unto you, receive him. Colossians 4, 10. Yeah. Arasakos, my fellow prisoner, saluted you. Okay. And Marcus, sister's son to Barnabas, touching whom he received commandments. If he come unto you, receive him. Okay. Praise the Lord. I want another version. Praise the Lord. Can you see now? Because of Mark, Barnabas and, uh, and Paul, they went their different path. But now, how come? Paul is now recommending that, recommending uh, Mark. 
Articles, who is in prison with me, send you his greeting. And so does Mark, Manabas cousin, as you were instructed. So it means, if I will interpret that, they were in prison together. That means they fellowship together. They later came together. So this is what second chance can do in somebody's life. So, even though, as at the beginning, Paul was not giving Mark the second chance. But who, who gave the second chance? Barnabas. But at the end of the day, what happened? Even Paul mentioned Mark in his letter. That means they later reconciled and he later joined him in his ministry. We talked so much about Barnabas in the Act 24, Act 11, 24. You can read that on your own. This is where people talk about his reputation. As a good man. Because of our time, we may not read that. Barnabas was a man whose public life and private life were consistent. His personality in public and private is the same way he behaved anywhere at any time. His character and reputation was totally comparable. Now, we talk about character. What is character? I can say character is the way God knows how I am. The way God knows I am, how I am, is character. Why the reputation is how you see me. My reputation is how you see me. But my character is how God sees who I am. The same thing applicable to you. Your reputation is what people are seeing. But in case of Barnabas, the two coins, in those days we watched Shule in Nigeria, early 80s, when they were to, something was to happen, they had to change coins. One of those actors, the two coins that he brought out is the same thing. It's okay, if you get this side, you go. If you get the other side, you go. By the time they turn it, then the other side won. But at the end of the day, he discovered that that two coins, the coins, the single coins now, has the same face. In Shole, yeah, that is, I was very small that time. I can still remember that. So. Now, the issue is this. With God, your character and reputation should not be apart. should be the same. It should be the same. Brethren, I'm telling you today, don't pretend. Maybe the people outside will even understand us better because in, you only see me on Friday. My character to you, Brother Francis, usher this, usher that. Maybe I'm somebody different in the office. So the people outside the church will really know your character. And your character reflects what God is. And that is what people will judge you with. And they will judge you, not just you. The unbeliever will judge your God. So let your character and reputation, let them match together. Let them be the coins of the same face. No head or tail. If it is head here, it is head there. I will not use the tail because you will never be tail in Jesus' name. It is the head that you will remain. All you need to do is to believe yourself. So for Barnabas, it appeared that both sides of the personality coins were the same. Praise the Lord. 
So, when you... And how could Barnabas do all this swarm? He was Holy Spirit filled. And when you are Holy Spirit filled, you'll be able to exercise certain gifts of Holy Spirit. When you are filled with Holy Spirit, you'll be able to exercise certain gifts of Holy Spirit. But I think more accurate description of being full of the Holy Spirit is the display of spiritual fruit. In Matthew 7, 16, Jesus said that you can tell the type of a tree by looking at the fruit that hang on it. Therefore, the person who is full of Holy Spirit is someone of whom you find the, fu- the, the, the fruit of the Spirit. A good tree will always good what? Good fruit. And a bad one will always bring bad fruit. So, in essence, what I'm saying is that when you are Holy Spirit full, like Pastor Shane used to come, that is full. I'm also full. I don't know about you. Use your own mouth to say whether you are full or not. But full of what? Full of Holy Spirit. Be yourself. So, if you are Holy Spirit full, you'll be able to do more than Barnabas. But, since Jesus said that you can recognize a fruit by the kind of, a tree by the kind of fruit that hang on it. So, that means if you are Holy Spirit full, you must have the fruit of the Spirit. And that takes us to Galatians 5.22. For those that have just finished their discipleship, they know what I'm talking about. I encourage you, the secret of that discipleship training, please go there and grab it. We have a clear description of what the Spirit of the fruit is in that Galatians 5.22. Brother, can we quickly read that? But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Praise the Lord. Is there anyone you are lacking? You should know yourself. If there is any of these that you are lacking. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, and goodness, and faithfulness, and gentleness, and self-control. Control yourself. Let me tell you my, about myself. I'm once somebody that loses my temper quickly. If you come across me and uh, you are trying to show whom you are, I can easily get annoyed and you will ask me, ah, Brother, but we are just talking together now. But to God be the glory. That spirit has been taken away. If you find yourself in that situation, brethren, let the spirit of self-control come over you. And may God help you in Jesus' name. So, another area that Barnabas um, was known for this is that he is man of faith. He is man of faith. That is one of the things that helped him. Now, um, I'm rounding up now. What will be said about you? About your epitaph? Epitaph is what is written at the grave when you pass away. When someone passes away. What is going to be written there when you leave this world? What reputation are you going to leave behind? Here lie down the blah, 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 blah. Here lie down the son of man. So what kind of thing you are looking for? 
towards the end of your life or when you have left. So brethren, today I encourage you, live a very good life so that your reputation when you have depart this world, even right in Oman here, if you live a dangerous life here, when you go, some brethren in the church you say, oh, hallelujah, that brother has left. <laughs> it will come. But I've seen in this church that somebody was going, people were shedding tears. That is a reputation. Somebody will be here giving testimony, I want to go, and they will say, okay, you go, other people will come. Praise the Lord. Quickly, we look at um, Corinthians, First uh, Corinthians twelve twenty-seven to see what the Bible is talking about regarding reputation and manifestation of the Spirit. First Corinthians twelve seven says, "To each every Christian, the manifestation of the Spirit of God is given." I will stop there. Proverbs three three to four say this about reputation. Never let loyalty and kindness leave you. Tie them around your neck as a reminder. Write them deep within your heart. Then you will find favor with God and people and you will earn a good reputation. Proverbs 25, 9-10 say, this, one, this is a warning about maintaining our integrity when keeping a confidence. If you argue your case with a neighbor, do not betray another man's confidence. Or he hear it, or he who hear it may shame you and you will never lose your bad reputation. Even when Paul wrote to Timothy, Timothy, he encouraged them. That is first Timothy three seven. When he was writing to the church, he, he, he told them that when he was for the appointment of leadership position in the church, hear what he says. He must also have a good reputation with outsiders, not just within the church. So that he will not fall into disgrace and into the devil trap. So brethren, I encourage you today. On the party notes, I saw this with a friend. There are three types of creation. The first one is angel. The second one is devil. And the third one is man. The angels are entirely good. Why the devil are what? Entirely bad. Whoever overcome with good, he will be likened to, to angel. Whoever is overcome by what? By, dev, by, by devil, he will be likened to evil. But man is in between. So which one is your choice? And I pray you will make decision, good decision in Jesus' name. As I close up, what will they say about you when time on earth is up? How will you and I be remembered? What legacy will we leave behind in the mind of our colleagues? Today we are still celebrating Jesus. Can they celebrate you in the future? Many of our leaders, we are celebrating them. Even though they might not be of Christian, Christendom. But, can you be celebrated? Your reputation, it matters. That is what people see. May God help us in Jesus' name as we rise up.
even as we even as we stand let's just let our minds think back over what has been said over the last 45 minutes and even as we close this service ask yourself this question in the light of what we have just heard ask yourself this question who am i am i an encourager or am i a discourager do i build up people or do i take pleasure in breaking down people are my words words of positivity or are they words of negativity think back what are the words that come out of your mouth what are the words that you like to hear the same words you like to hear use those words when you speak to others god has told us today that you need to be an encourager all of us may like to be paul but not everyone is called to be a paul but all of us can be barnabas you don't need to be called to be barnabas barnabas is a, a son of encouragement and that is you and that is me paul was called Romans chapter 15 verses 1 and 2 says this We then who are strong ought to bear with the scruples or weaknesses of the weak and not to please ourselves let each of us please his neighbor for his good leading to edification or his building up let's just thank the lord father god we want to say thank you lord Father God we want to say thank you Lord because you have told us what are the words that need to come out of our mouth and the words that come out of our mouth are the words which come out of our hearts Father God we ask Lord that every one of us will be a Barnabas there are so many people who are frustrated who are crying who are mourning Father God use every one of us Lord Father every brother every sister every child use us Lord Father as Barnabas in this place help us to bring light into the lightless life of people Lord Father help us to bring hope Lord Father into hopeless situations Father God you have taken us out of darkness use us Lord Father to bring light to the to the life of people Lord Father God I ask Lord today every one of us will make it our desire Lord Father that we shall be encouragers we shall be Barnabas to somebody Lord Father Father God I pray Lord that when we speak we shall not break people down Lord Father but we shall be builders of people Lord Father we thank you Lord Father that you have built us up Lord Father and we ask that you use every one of us We thank you Lord that today you have spoken to us. 
And you have given us a practical way of living, Lord Father. We thank you, we praise you. We ask, Lord Father God, that your presence and your anointing will be with your servant whom you have used this day, Lord Father. We ask, Lord Father God, that you pour out more of your anointing on him, Lord. Bless his family, Lord Father. And Father God, even as he comes to share with us in days to come, Lord, you will give, us, give him words of wisdom that he could give to us, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Father God, we thank you for every one of us who's gathered here. We thank you, Lord, that you made it possible for us to be here this day, Lord. And Father God, even as we step out, I pray, Lord, that we will go with joy in our hearts and hope in our step, Lord Father. Father God, every word that we speak outside, let them be words of encouragement. Be with us during this week. Guide us, guard us, and lead us. We thank you, we praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Before we share the grace, we have one more prayer point, and that is, uh, some, many of you will remember Brother Charles Coyote and Sister Beatrice. Beatrice, Sister Beatrice's mom passed away a few months back, and the funeral is going to be on the 14th of May. That's coming Thursday. It's going to be in Ibadan, Ibadan in Nigeria. So please remember Sister Beatrice, Brother Charles, the whole family, as they... Uh, organize the funeral for their dear mom. So let's just take a minute think of this family. Father God, we commit Sister Beatrice, Brother Charles, and the rest of the family into your hands, Lord Father, even as they go to bury their mom, who passed away months back, Lord Father. Father God, we ask, Lord, that your presence will be there even in that funeral service, Lord Father God, as they celebrate the life of their mother, Lord Father. Father God, let it be a celebration of the life of a dear one, Lord Father. Father God, I ask, Lord, that your presence will be with them. All the arrangements that need to be done, you take over, Lord Father. We commit that family into your hands. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let's share the grace. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen.